0: Welcome to Aging Ungracefully. I'm Shayla Roberts.
1: And I'm Paul Sullivan.
0: And we'd like to explain what we mean by what aging ungracefully means. One thing it means to me is not giving up. What does it mean to you, Paul?
1: Well, that's what it means to me too, Shayla, not giving up. It's a uh, You know, there are so many subtle pressures on you as you get older to just sort of give up and get cozy and wait for the uh, end of the millennium. Right. I think aging ungracefully is our response to that.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like not getting pushed aside, not giving up in terms of your personal goals, not giving up in terms of growing or learning and being an active member in your own life.
1: Yeah, let me give you an example of what aging ungracefully means. Okay. I was um, at the uh, Pacific National Exhibition in Vancouver earlier this year in in the summertime, and uh, one of my favorite things to do is to go on the roller coaster. It's a a vintage roller coaster, a big old rickety thing that, uh, that, uh, you know, puts your life in peril every time you get onto it. So uh, I uh, lined up immediately, of course, and I looked around and I realized that I was the oldest guy in line. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's there's nothing special about me, uh, except perhaps in my own head. But the fact is that I looked around and and I realized that I had uh, aged ungracefully or I, I was in the process of aging ungracefully. You know, I didn't look at the roller coaster and say, oh, I couldn't do that right or that's not dignified or something i just uh, said to myself oh boy another roller coaster ride and that to me is aging ungracefully of course there's a whole infrastructure that goes with that a whole sort of uh uh ethos that goes Mm, with that a whole regime that goes with that right uh but but uh all of that stuff added up to that moment when i I'm experiencing aging ungracefully and boy does it feel good.
0: Oh, good. I like that. And I think most people don't really feel any different in their head. I mean, that's a perfect example. Most people think when they're 40, 50, 60, 70, do you feel any different than when you were 30 in your head? No, No. you look different and people treat you differently, but you feel like the same person. I have a similar example. This summer I was uh, running with a group and we ran past a uh, older in quotes couple that were hiking. They were probably in their mid 60s. I didn't think they were older because they yeah. weren't that much older than me. And mm-hmm. the people I was running with said, "Oh, isn't that great to see them out?" And I thought, "What the?" Anyway, How exactly what I thought. And then I started laughing, and I said, "Probably I could be all of your everyone here. I could be your mother." And they, yeah. you know, they're like, "Oh." Because, you know, to them, I couldn't be old enough because I was out running up a mountain. You
1: are able to keep up with it. And I
0: hadn't said anything about it. And I, you know, have the fortunate uh, genetic components that I, you know, kind of age maybe better. <laughs>
1: right, right. Yeah.
0: And I, you know, well, this all this clean living has to, you know, have some benefit. But, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, I, you know, they weren't that old. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I mean, your example, my example, uh, I I think are going to give people a clue as to what we mean by aging ungracefully. Um, But I I think that we should examine this, explore this, if you like, further. Yeah. Because because in some ways, it's, you know, uh, there's an entire generation, okay, Boomer, uh, that's uh, on the threshold of this uh discovery if you like or this choice and uh and it's uh it's time i think to to give it a a a good thorough um um, analysis so um i mean we we've already i think made our own uh point of view clear or at least at least uh we're going down the point of view path pretty clearly, and uh, but but I think there are a lot of people who would ask questions, and let's let's ask some of those questions. Uh, isn't there a certain element of necessity to uh, that requires you to age gracefully? I mean, you can hardly get unruly when you're you know always in danger of straining a muscle.
0: Yeah, that makes me a little bit crazy um, because, as you know, Paul, I have worked in health and fitness for. Thirty-five years now. I can't believe that. Uh, who's, counting. <laughs> who's counting? And um, most of those strained muscles come from a lifetime of sitting, not a lifetime of simply getting older. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. those are those aspects are you know moving closer down to the you know young people if you want to call it mm-hmm. because they are you know having those sedentary lifestyles. So. Yeah, if you've been sitting for 40 years, you're very likely to strain a muscle, but uh, that doesn't mean it's a fault of aging.
1: So it's kind of like a coincidence, uh, you've spent 40 years on the couch and that has consequences, and at the same time you've aged, and, and you incorrectly diagnose the problem as aging and not sitting on the couch.
0: Sure, and we know that certain things change as we age, but. We use that excuse far too often for far too many things.
1: And I've heard you say often, um, and, and you've said it often to me when I'm panting up the hill, age is just a number. I guess my question is, isn't 65 or 75 a bigger number than, say, 45? I mean, surely that number has meaning.
0: Yeah, but you can find lots of 65 or 75-year-olds still kicking it. And um, mm-hmm. lots of people who didn't start until they were 55. So it is a number. And yes, that number has some meaning if you're going to start exercising or looking after yourself later. You do have some history that's going to come with you and you are going to be a bit slower and it is gonna be harder to build muscle, but that doesn't mean it's not possible. It just means it's not the same as if you had started when you were 20 or kept doing it.
1: So in your work as a coach, uh, I bet you've heard them all, right? Uh, So what are the top excuses that people make when they wanna give up, when they wanna succumb to the number?
0: There's lots of ways to put it, but really it's about uh, inertia and it's too hard. And, you know, it's it's going to be difficult or I don't have time or it's too late or, you know, something hurts or Mm -hmm. there's nothing I can do about this. But really, it's um, I think part of it is uh, knowledge, but part of it Mm -hmm. is just feeling like. You know, maybe I left it too long. Maybe there's not enough time. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm comfortable just being the way I am now.
1: So, um, you know, there are lots of people who will conspire with us uh, to follow that, um, that path. Uh, one of those is the family doctor. And how many times have I heard this one, uh, you know, Doc, my, my knees hurt when I run. And the doctor says, so stop running. Uh, is this not sound advice, you know, like take up checkers and save your knees?
0: It's not sound advice. Um, I would suggest that any um, family doctor that is keeping up with the times would encourage you to be more active, not less. We mm-hmm. know that uh, mm-hmm. exercise is excellent for our joints. In fact, people who run have healthier joints than people who don't. People who run have healthy heart, her hearts than people who don't. So exercise really is the magic pill. And um, if you have never run, I wouldn't start with running. But if your knees hurt, I would suggest it has a lot to do with not being active or not being active in a proper way, meaning Uh, muscle imbalance, do too much at once, doing the same thing over and over again. So pain is a signal to do something differently. But even people who have osteoarthritis, and we know that osteoarthritis hurts, we even tell them exercise as much as you can, because more exercise is better. So for everybody else, pain is a signal to change something. If you had osteoarthritis, pain is a signal to just do it until you can't really bear it, because we know exercise is so important for your joints.
1: So you're one of the fittest people I know.
0: Well, thank How are you. Your joints?
1: Um
0: Well, knock on wood, they all feel, dis- they, they all feel great. They all feel fine. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. have any pain
1: have you experienced any age-related drop-off
0: have sorry have I experienced which
1: have you experienced any age-related drop-off
0: drop-off that's a good question I was thinking about that when I went for a run this morning because it was pretty pokey um yeah I would I would I maybe this should be my challenge for this year I don't know I have not been motivated to be uh to do any kind of speed work. I have not been motivated to train really hard. And part of it, I think, is kind of buying into that, you know, oh, it's too late, you're too old. Uh, it's easier mm-hmm. to not do it. It's easier to just, you know, do as much as possible, but not really push it. I think I kind of was buying into that. And uh, I also, um, you know, just think that uh, it would be an interesting challenge to see, because I'm not really fast to begin with. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not really slow, but I've yeah. never been really fast, but I stopped trying to be fast. So it would be interesting to see if that is reversible or if it's just the new normal.
1: I think I think now that we're doing this podcast, you're going to have to practice what you preach.
0: <sighs> yeah, well, I, I, <laughs> I have been more, but uh, yeah, I would say that it has been um, an interesting sort of uh, standing over the precipice, um, mm-hmm. you know, almost giving in to the messages of "it's why bother." It's you know, you've done it, you've done that, so you don't need to keep hurting yourself. And I don't mean hurting yourself painfully. I mean like pushing yourself physically because it hurts when you do that.
1: Right, right. Um, so if you're going to do uh, like like one of the things that we're talking about here is uh, is either keeping going or getting started, right? And um, I guess uh, uh, in some ways um, those two, for, for somebody who's on the brink of 70, like me, for example, uh, it's I, I'm, I've i been running and cycling all my life, right? Yeah. So what I do is going to be different than what somebody who starts uh, will do.
0: Yes, yes. For-
1: and, um, and so, uh, maybe we could uh, explore that for a minute. What? What? You got 70 year seventy-year-olds named Paul. One of them's just starting. The other one's been at it, uh, you know, sort of um, diligently uh, over the years. Uh, but at the at the same time, is is on the on the cusp of aging gracefully. So let's start. Let's start with the guy who's uh, always been running. The, group, the guy who uh guy who wants to start or needs to start
0: um well the the first thing i would start with which would be universal for both of them is um what is it you want and how important is it to you and once Mm -hmm. we've established that then how confident are you that you can do it Mm -hmm. so confidence has a lot of factors you know do you have support In your family or friends? Are you the only person trying to age ungracefully? That makes it much more difficult. Um, But also, then the person who's been doing it, you know, it wouldn't look much different than if they were turning 50 or turning 30. How much time do you have? When could you do intervals? How could you go to the gym? Like figuring out all the aspects of fitness that are, you know, universal for anybody who wants to maintain what they have or ramp it up a little bit. The person who's starting, I would just start with, what do you like to do? Because there's no yeah. point in doing something you hate. As we both know, cause I know that you love it as much as I do, fitness should be fun. And if it's not fun, yeah. why bother? And it shouldn't be a punishment for bad behavior. It should be because you enjoy moving and enjoy doing it. Or sometimes when you start, just enjoy how it feels when you're done. So, yeah. although they would be very different, like physical programs, the uh, sort of the background and the the overall sort of mental and emotional state is the same. Because you need to like it, you need to be able to do it. Able meaning you have the ability and you have the facilities. And then, what can you fit into your life right now? Because we know, you know, New Year's resolutions are coming up, and people are like, I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm going to do this. And you're like. If you hate getting up at five o'clock in the morning, how is that going to be sustainable?
1: And um, yeah, well, that, that's a good question. Um, what are the expectations for somebody who uh, is either discouraged or starting out and, and uh, faces the great unknown of, of fitness? Uh, what, are the, what, what can we expect to gain from aging ungracefully?
0: Um, the fun part is that very if you have not been exercising, it takes very little to see an enormous change and I mean very little so unfortunately for you and me, Paul, we've been doing this for a long time so the window of opportunity has shrunk so mm-hmm. you know we can think, oh you know go for weeks and it feels like it's the same and then you have a little jump or you're a little bit faster it feels a bit better and that's so exciting. But if you've been sitting on the couch or kind of easing into you know that age related um, propaganda, if you do a little, you're gonna get really big returns and that's really motivating so not only will it you know help drop your blood pressure and cholesterol and blood sugar, you can you know reduce belly fat you can like sleep better and it takes like weeks, not months
1: And you can go on the roller coaster
0: You can go on the roller coaster yeah
1: without without fear <laughs> without well I
0: think it's a little bit scary I like that roller coaster because it is yeah well, it it's, is a, scary, it's but... a little bit dangerous so that's part of the appeal of that old rickety roller coaster
1: <laughs> old rickety old rickety guy confronts old rickety rollers roller coaster um, so um, you know is it there- you want to drag somebody over the threshold, right? Uh, what is there one sort of trick or one thing that that you employ or expect or or diagnose or recommend that uh, this person do um, one thing, like go for a long walk? Yeah, know.
0: in terms of just yeah. mentally, because that's the most important thing. Is what do you want to get out of this? Mm-hmm. So if your spouse is hassling you or your doctor is telling you, you should do it or you think you should do it, those things are not gonna be motivational. But if you have a reason, then anything you do will be beneficial. So walking is a great example. It's a fantastic exercise. But you could do like uh like a squat to a chair, like you know, ten mm-hmm. times or five times. You could do push ups against a wall. I mean you need nothing to start uh yeah. it's really just starting and that barrier can be you know mental uh meaning i don't think i can do it or i don't know what to do or it yeah. can be physical because i have an injury and it, you know is this going to make it worse or better but typically you know whatever you do if it's moving it's better than not moving
1: yeah it's uh i you know i think about all of the things that that uh exercise science is brought to the table and i remember how i started uh i i stood in my bedroom and ran on the spot back yeah in the 20s, right? yeah and and you know you think back on that well that's ridiculous but it wasn't because i got uh, i got moving eventually i started actually going in a direction as opposed to staying in the same spot but uh, but uh, running on the spot, man, it, it got me going.
0: I yeah. remember the very first time I went for a run. It was the most painful thing I've ever done. I it was yeah. like uh, fifteen minutes of fifteen, like one five minutes of torment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but uh, I liked the after. I liked how it felt after. Like oh yeah, that felt pretty good. And I was going to university and studying about fitness and thinking. None of those things I'm reading about are happening to me because I'm sitting on my butt reading about them. So I felt compelled to do something. It was cheap and uh, just went outside. So you could start with walking, you know, it's- Cost nothing. Cost nothing. And even if you live somewhere like I do, where uh, weather can be a factor, I know some really um, senior seniors like well over eighty who live in my town who walk up and down uh, the aisles at the local grocery store when it's too icy or too cold. Right, right. Because you know we don't have a mall, so you can't go mall walking, which is also. A- <laughs>
1: yeah, you have to do the. Academy. So they
0: do it in in the local grocery store. They're not shopping; they're just walking, <laughs> which I love. <laughs>
1: Which is a great way for me to introduce my next question. Um, it's not all exercise; it's also diet, right? Yeah. And uh, is it's diet is very important in the process of aging ungracefully. What's the best thing you can do diet wise uh, as you get older?
0: Wow, that's a big topic. <laughs> yeah. I would say
1: that. We're just skimming the surface. Skimming
0: today. the surface, I would say eat as many unprocessed foods foods that you recognize as original form as possible Mm -hmm. like as little processed foods as many things as you like look at it and think okay i know what that is i'm eating that if it it doesn't have ingredients that's a good place to start
1: at this time of year i have to ask the following question don't cookies i.e shortbreads make life worth living
0: for sure Absolutely. And you should also enjoy the season. But the season is like a one day or a week if you want. But, yeah. you know, you could buy eggnog after Thanksgiving this year in the grocery store. And uh, yeah, so that becomes a problem. So I think enjoy the things you really love to enjoy and uh, eat right most of the time. But yeah, don't give up the holiday treats completely. Otherwise, it is a, why bother?
1: So people I, uh, I know always complain that the older they get, the harder it is to lose weight. Is that true?
0: Uh, yeah, because you've <laughs> lost all this muscle from sitting mostly. Ah. Uh, yeah. So um, there's lots of studies that show 70-year-old athletes have you know muscle mass. So if you don't use it, you will lose it. And mm-hmm. if you've lost it, it's going to be harder to get it back. And Muscle burns calories all the time your metabolism is basically just you know a rate of calorie burn for the day And if you have more fat than muscle your calorie burn will go Will be less and if you have more muscle higher, so build more muscle boost your metabolism Uh, It is harder to build muscle as you grow older Especially if you haven't had it before like you haven't exercised for 20 years, but it's not impossible
1: so um fitness or aging ungracefully is a, is a triple threat, I guess, a, a sort of triptych of uh, strategies. One is cardio, which is running or walking. Uh, one is uh, muscle uh, building, which is in the gym, right, lifting and squatting, and, and one is uh, eating correctly or properly. Yeah,
0: that, yeah, I that would say
1: um,
0: those things are really important. I would also you tell people that looking? you don't have to go to the gym to build muscle. If you haven't, you can do it at home. So don't be freaked out about the gym, although it's not a bad place to be. Uh, but all, yeah. the one really critical piece I think that um, is, can affect people as they age too is sleep. So that is important for everybody, and where you're sleep deprived. So I would say those are the pillars of, you know, health for everybody, regardless of your age, but becomes more and more important the less time you have.
1: Um, Sleeping, I'm really good at. So out of those four strategies, I I got the inside track on sleeping. Uh, I guess not everybody like that, right?
0: No, like it is a really big problem.
1: Does exercise make you sleep better?
0: Yes, it does. And I always tell people when oh they God. don't sleep, I'm like, you don't get enough exercise. <laughs> <laughs> so funny enough, what's my answer for everything?
1: <laughs> okay. now, there's a theme here. There's a theme. <laughs> so so let's go back to the title. Uh, are there people out there who come to mind when you think of aging ungracefully?
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. There's um, so many.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, well, let's see. I live in the land of fit seniors. There's 70 and 80 year old people kicking my butt all the time here. So, you know, there's a guy that just ran. Here
1: being, by the way, Ken Kenmore. I here.
0: know, yes. <laughs> here being the land of Olympic athletes and super fit seniors. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a man in his 70s. Last year, he ran some crazy marathon in Switzerland. And I think he did the Canmore Quad, which is you run up four mountain peaks in one day. And you, you have to run to them and you have to run through town. So two are on one side of town and two are on the other. And uh, he did it. Oh. He's in his 70s. Okay. I haven't even done two at in one day. Oh. He's done. Right. Yeah, so I feel like I'm not letting my side down but uh if uh i want to share a story about what happened to me this week which is if it if nothing ever if i had no other success as a coach for the rest of my life this could keep me going forever um so a man that i've been working with uh he's in his broke his neck um he's been in rehab for 16 months uh he was in the hospital for Almost a year, I believe, and uh, now he can walk with a uh, walker. And um, his uh, he had some. He's been doing exercises. I've been working with him for probably uh, I don't know three or four months. And uh, this week, I asked him if he wanted to try walking by himself without his walker, without anything, because I think he can do it. And um, he said you, if you think I can do it, I'll try. And he did. He did about t- 20 meters. Um, I cried. He cried. Oh. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It was, it was epic. And a couple of things happened that I thought were really interesting. When we were in a gym where every, people were working out, and they didn't notice, like they didn't pay any attention. No. And it no. felt like, Uh, You know confetti should have fallen from the sky or fireworks should have gone off like it was so incredible and all these people are walking Mm -hmm. around like Doing their regular thing like it's no big deal Mm -hmm. which is Which reminds me that you know We have a lot of barriers and some of them are physical that we can see and some of them are mental and Sometimes when we break through those barriers, it is kind of anticlimactic nobody else notices You might have just had the biggest moment of your life
1: down the one hand clapping.
0: Yeah. And I thought, wow, yeah. this is so, A, it was so inspiring. I mean, you know, we were like high fiving and hugging for half an hour afterwards. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but also it's, it's not just, it's not just that physical barrier. It's like everything that we, you know, decide I'm too old for this, or it's too hard, or nobody's, you know, nobody's supportive. Like all of those things are really hard to overcome. And, He certainly could have uh, given up in terms of just done enough to be you know moving with his walker he could get around still needs lots of help and he's just not willing to do it he's just gonna go ungracefully i love it (laughs) good word
1: yeah that's a great story yeah so it's also it's also a good point for us to wrap it up right Uh, because uh over the weeks and months to come we're going to explore all of those various dimensions of aging ungracefully we got we got a journey. We're on a journey. Yes. Shayla.
0: I'm looking forward Let's to start, it, Paul.
1: Yeah. And uh, it's kind of it's like uh, kind of like running. It's right? cu- start,
0: one foot in front we of start the
1: other. And, uh, we build. Yeah. And and so, we, you know, we like to take uh, folks along in this journey. And uh, where are we going to go next week?
0: Wow. That's a really and good next, question. Where are we,
1: where are we gonna, let me stop that for a second. Where are we going to go next podcast?
0: yeah i think that you know it's the beginning of a new year we should start with thinking about uh, it's the beginning of a new decade for goodness sake uh, yeah like that's shocking It
1: is kind of what up. would
0: you like this theme of your new decade to be what would you like to accomplish like yeah you know, where where would you like to go and how would you like to um not give in to the uh powers of aging
1: all right, so maybe we need a, um, um, a launching pad, and that'll be our, our next topic. Yeah. How to launch your way into the realm of aging ungracefully. Perfect. All right, Sheila, it's been so much fun talking. Yeah. I feel better already.
0: Me too. <laughs> Have a great day, Paul.
1: You too. See you next podcast. Bye. Bye.